Hi everyone and welcome to this week's bonus podcast where we are featuring a profile on the brilliant character. So, in our opinion, this is, is this controversial already? I know it's, we know it's not PC to admit as a Cory fan to liking this character sometimes at the moment, but I don't care because I think she's great to watch. It's Abby, this is the most controversial bit of this, Webster, Franklin, currently Webster, not really sure how long that's going to last. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, uh, the briefest Webster that there's been, I don't know. But for now, she is Abby Webster, um, who's a character that I have absolutely adored since she uh, started in the programme. At times it's been difficult, some of the action, some of the choices that she's made. And uh, I'm sure that we will discuss the, um, you know, her less than... Um, angelic points later on but um, yeah, we'll see we're going to have a little rundown of her time in Coronation Street because she's been, she's been in it nearly five years Gemma four and a half I can't years believe it. Abby and, has been on the programme and like when she first came in it she was kind of a different character wasn't she well yeah she, she was like very very much a side character at the beginning wasn't she yeah she was I don't think she was she supposed to ever be like a a main character. I don't. Th- I don't think. Uh, you, you never know with these things, do you? You, you look back in these these uh, characters that stay forever, and you see on the profile that says, "Oh, they were only brought in for six episodes." I think this is the case with Abby. I think she was in for like eight episodes or something in um, two thousand and seventeen, and then and then she made the big comeback the next year. But um, so she she's not been in it for even five years. Not been and in like that. the first part of that was. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, yeah, we will get to that when we get to see. But she, she definitely had some periods off screen, late twenty seventeen to early twenty eighteen, and now it feels like she's never off the screen, which I think is pretty brilliant. But um, so let's let's run down Gemma her statistics as we always do for these character profiles. She has been married to um Kevin Webster since late last year. Her one and only um marriage. Is- as I know, um, but she's got quite a few children, including Seb Franklin, who was born in 2001, dead, Charlie and Lexi Franklin, born in 2012, Australia, and Baby Smith, recent addition to the to the household, and I, 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 I put Baby Smith down as its name because I don't think it's got a proper name, and she, what is it, is she... Jennifer Smith, I think Jennifer she um, she brought herself into the hospital just yesterday. I mean, th- this is one of those character profiles that's going to be um, immediately dated and, and, and soon out of date, isn't it? Because this is definitely an ongoing story here. But as um, Abby is certainly one of the um, principal characters in this week, Coronation Street, we thought it'd be a good idea to do the character profile of her. But um, yeah, things are changing all the time. And um, here's a good fact, Gemma. First made an appearance, not just in 2017, but your birthday 2017. Who else was it that did that? Was it Phelan. Pat, Pat Phelan, yeah. Phelan and Abby, two of our literally favourite characters ever, well, it's especially since the podcast has started, both made their appearance on your birthday. What a beautiful and present for you. Also, it's Gandhi's birthday. And is it also Gandhi's birthday? And, and Simon Gregson. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. all have Joyous many day. things in common. Yeah, uh, she's been in just under four hundred episodes in that four and a half years on the show, and um, I can't believe we haven't even mentioned this yet. But she's played by Sally Carman, not Sally Carmen. Mm? Sally Carman. Lots of people get that one wrong. I got that one wrong. I got told off once. <laughs> I was doing a little bit of research um, for about Sally's um, about backstory, and apparently her dad was a coal miner. 
That's a proper classic well, northern job, that is, isn't my it? My granddad was a coal miner. Oh, was he? Southern I'm job. Fairly southern. Fair, fair, you're quite southern, <laughs> aren't you? Now, apparently, her, her dad worked overtime at mine to afford drama lessons for Sally. Aww. So, thank you very much, um, Pappy Carmen. And, um, and because of him, she was able to train at the Lambda Drama School in London. And, um, and she first made her TV debut in 1998. And she was in a, in a show called City Central. City Central? I'm going to say police. Sounds like a bus stop. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Next stop on the show. Yeah. City Central. City Central. Sally Carmen. Uh, her first major TV role, though, was in um, a drama called Bomber in, two- oh, in uh, 2000. Jacket. Yes, that was about Kevin's purple bomber jacket. Exactly right. Exactly right. It was destined. It's, it's in like the stars. It's the origin story of how they bought it. <laughs> um, she's done a couple of other shows. Well, quite a lot of shows if you look at her IMDb. Um, but the main role that you know thrust her into the spotlight was Kelly Maguire in Shameless, um, which had started in the early 2000s, I think. But her debut was in the 2005 um, series. Um, from 2009 onwards, though, that was when she was like a principal character. And that's all, that's always something we've said we'd quite like to see her in. We never have. Um, I, I don't know whether I want to kind of start the early series of Shameless just so that I can get through to the 2009 series where good. she's a main character. Oh, yeah, I, I think I it is. I just have no idea. It, I it looks a bit rude, know. doesn't it? It looks... De- is it depressing? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's kind of supposed to be funny, but oh. there's also people, you know, getting getting drugged up all the time and, and swearing a lot. That That's what my, that's my understanding of Shameless. I don't mind Tell that. me if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think it's supposed to be a sad one. Oh. It's just Channel 4 irreverent um, uh, oh. chavs, basically. Irreverent chavs. But yeah, I, I would like to see that sometime. But as I say, it's going through four series just to get to, to the Sally Carmen goodness. I don't know. Maybe one day, maybe. I'm sure. Um, she's been in lots of other things in the past decade or so. Prisoner's Wives, River's Edge, Silent Witness. She's done some stage work as well, including the lead role in a show called Dreamers, which was a musical play at the Oldham Coliseum. That was back in 2015. Yeah, yeah, she's a... She's Why? A, what can she's I one of these. She's one of these multi-talented performers, Gemma. Don't you just hate her? People like that are why <laughs> I exist, because I have no talents. They suck it all out of us. Norms, don't they? It's not fair. I know, totally. Um, She's also a trained, how do you say that? Reiki? Reiki? Reiki Reiki therapist. And she worked at a holistic salon in Chalton in 2014 as well. So if you ever want any of your... What do they do? When you say holistic salon, it makes it sound like you go in for a haircut and they're like, oh, your chakras are misaligned. (laughs) Even if I do your fringe, you're still going to look manky. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But anyway... That all ended in 2017 when she took the role of Abby on Coronation Street. I think it was like August 2017 she first started filming in that before her debut that October. She was just a guest role at first, as we said earlier. And and she'd also uh, auditioned for other parts in the show as well. She was going to be Kate Connor. Do you know that? So I wonder whether we would have liked Kate Connor any better if Sally Carmen had played her. Would she have made, um, yeah, quite the same impression on us? Interesting, because Kate is a lot younger... Which is she is, the isn't she? The actress who ended up playing her. I mean, they would have changed the age, surely, but... Yeah, I guess, I guess there was no need, necessarily. Yeah, a lot. Well, I, th- I mean, Sally oh. Carmen can play longer, younger than she is. I think Abby is younger than, than Sally, because Sally Carmen was born in, like, 75, I think, and, and Abby's supposed to be late 30s, according to Corey this week. But, um, yeah, I just, well, what, that, how um, different life could have been. And 
Yeah, that's it. I don't know. What to that say. that is all. Thank you for that contribution. Um, so yeah, she was in October 2017, and then she came back in um, April 2018. Well, I mean, she 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 came back a little bit in January 18, but from April 2018, that is when she was a permanent character, and really she's barely been off our screen since. Very interesting stuff, isn't it? So Gemma, um, I was like, I went on to, to Corypedia as I always do for the for my research for these character profiles, and it was one of the ones where um, their article kind of stopped midway through her tenure. It's like it's all right. She's she's a fairly new character. There can't be a whole lot to do. Three hours, three hours. I was trawling through the other pages on Corypedia to find out what she got up to in the years since to remind myself, should I say, because she has she's done an awful lot, hasn't she? She's um she's had her finger in many pies and stories. She's rescued... Everybody. Yeah. And nobody cares. Everybody. No, everyone's ungrateful, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. She's had her highs, very, very highs, and um, <laughs> very, very lows as Which well. Frequent lows. Yeah, they did actually. Yeah, yeah. She's she's the upper and downer of Coronation Street. So um, let's sit back and, and have a chat about her life history. Now, we don't know very much about um, early Abby. She hasn't even been graced with a birthday on the programme. She's one of those characters that they just need to... They're going to give a birthday to a random year whenever it happens to fit into the story at some point. But um, in 2017, somebody who does have a birthday, because it's just this week, is Seb. That was when he was born. And his dad was Tez, who we've seen um, just recently on Coronation Street, the, the gun dealer of Weatherfield. Short for Tezapu. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> is, it like, is it supposed to be Terry, maybe? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, you know, on the estates of, uh, of Withenshaw, Tez is just like a common Christian name. I don't know. Baby Tez. <laughs> yeah, a bit of little Tezza. Um, so she, she, he didn't stick around for long. Um, Abby then um, struggled somewhat with single parenthood, which saw her turning to drugs and alcohol. 2012, shoot forward to that. Shoot, oh, I better not use that word around Abby for multiple reasons. So th- by this time, um, she's got these, she's met up with this chap called Darren. Um, she has twins from him. Um, now, he is a neglectful father and ends up being very abusive towards Seb as well, which Abby knows about, but is unable to stop. And I think as we go through this character profile of Abby, we'll we'll end up seeing things and go, hey, wh- why do we, like, lord her so much? We don't <laughs> lord her. She, she's a very... She's a she's an enjoyable character to watch, but she is also deeply flawed in many ways, isn't she? So um, she she let this abuse of Seb just carry on, um, which obviously led to a quite a difficult relationship between Abby and young Seb. But she still tried to look after him when she could. And then um, we we also found out a little bit later into her tenure on the show that um, Seb had a girlfriend called Lacey, and um, she died. And Abby decided not to tell Seb that Lacey was actually HIV positive, and he may have contracted it from her. Spoiler alert. He actually did. That comes That's in a little a bit, bit later. Window, it? Well, she just didn't want to, you know... Upset him. Ups- yeah, exactly. She she didn't want to confront the truth, I suppose, maybe, which we've seen multiple times with Abby. She'd rather bury her head um, in the sand, wouldn't she, rather than confront what's going on. And that was a perfect example of that. So um, should we start alternating the main years on the programme? Do you want to do 17? I do 18. What's been going on with Abby? What did she do in the first year? Gemma, read my notes in an entertaining way, please. I can't, but I'll read Do your anyway. best, do your best. Um, Darren was nasty to her and attacked her. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and Seb tells Faye about it at this point Seb and Faye were going out with each other yeah Seb was just brought in basically as a boyfriend yeah. to Faye wasn't he and I remember, I, that. I remember that and I thought oh he's not going to be in it for long because quite often they'll bring in just 
random boyfriends of existing characters or girlfriends or whatever and they're just in for a story and then they disappear off don't they Mm -hmm. and I didn't think there was anything majorly remarkable about Seb at that time but I went on to think he was quite good Abby throws him out who's him Darren yes and vows to turn her life around for <laughs> How's that not going, the first or last time. <laughs> Seb is sceptical, rightfully so, and decides um, she decides against running away from home with Faye because she says he can't leave the twins alone with that maniac. Mm-hmm. Anna then starts taking interest in Seb's home life. And then Abby does not like this. No, that puts a nose right out of joint. Um, but she... As it would to anybody, if Anna came poking her nose around my business, I'd have back off Anna. I'd, no, I'd say, look, if you're going to help, go clean the toilet. Yeah, go and, do, yeah, go and, go and scrub my gussets of my long johns for no, me. No, I don't want to scrub in my gussets, but she can <laughs> take a broom to the floor, can't she? This, this is so funny because it's like, it's not long since Abby first started, but the fact that Anna was still, you know, a, a very much... Uh, ongoing character it feels like a lifetime away since really, Anna has gone and Phelan like and all that feel- he was in, they were in different a different programme yeah I mean this was Kate Oates who introduced Abby wasn't it and she we, we did have an awful lot of praise for her as a producer and I think 2017 was probably our favourite year of Corrie's stories when we were doing the podcast what with all the Phelan stuff going on and the who pushed Ken and everything like that but it, <laughs> it feels like ages ago but it was actually relatively recent Sorry, yes, back was. over to you, back over to you. Um, Abby starts taking advantage of Anna's kindness. <laughs> but then she falls off the wagon, she overdoses on drugs, she gets found by the twins, then Seb and Faye find her, call an ambulance. Sally calls the social services, um, uh, but Seb, Seb thinks it's Anna that's done this, but it's actually Sally. Yeah. The twins get taken away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Sally's involved in this because of her going out with or married, I don't know what their status was at that point, to Tim, Faye's dad. So she was she was a bit of a nosy nosy mum, wasn't she? But she had a heart in the right place. Well, it's difficult to um find fault with somebody reporting a woman to social services because she's unconscious I, I, I think I sofa, think probably you're right I think children. so far I think she was on the floor when she first oh, she okay. just she just falls wherever the gravity it's takes her it's inappropriate <laughs> Seb falls off the ladder not, speaking of falling, not the wagon no a literal ladder at work he ends up in hospital this is when feeling was whispering in his ear wasn't it yeah <laughs> Abby confesses to Anna that this is when he might have HIV something important really to tell people yeah I, I think probably it's uh, um it was a case of abby being sort of having to tell the doctors yeah you might want to know this quite crucial fact if you're going to be treating my son yes um she tells seb and he gets upset asks her to leave but before she does she stirs things up by telling the police that alan uh, alan <laughs> anna threatened her and then this backs up the claims that it was Anna who pushed Seb off the ladder. <laughs> oh, that was funny because uh, we, we, we loved to hate Anna Windass, didn't we? And so any kind of, even though we knew it wasn't her, any kind of ammunition that would have the police come in or come knocking on the door, yes, McKinnon. Like, this yeah, is go all for it. just a real testament to Sally Carmen's charisma and screen presence because this is really like, you know, this story is, uh, this woman is um, a, 
a horrible scummy drug addict who can't look after her kids and then Anna comes along and like helps her and we're like Anna's such an annoying bitch. These kids can have more <laughs> than fish finger rocket sandwiches or whatever it was. But yes, and Sally, yeah. And then this was this was all in like the space of eight episodes, I think. It's incredible to, that all of this went on. And and in at that it's time mad. I don't think we I don't think at this time we were like, Oh yeah, I like I like this woman, but we were like, She's great, she's magnetic. There's something about yeah, this character. There are some some actors and actresses that come on the show and then Make in a, a big very short amount of time it's like Curry needs to keep hold of this one and never ever let them go because there's just something about and it's it's not certain... something you can really explain or no not at all or, or replicate or quantify there's lots of great actors and, and actresses and also, on the show but there's just some that are just like yes keep this one it doesn't also necessarily translate to everybody feeling the same way no 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 absolutely not i don't not. know uh, but I, I would say that a lot of people share the, that opinion because that's why the character was brought back. Yeah, so yeah, and she has won a few awards most recently as well, hasn't she? For for her, all her work last year. But yeah, definitely. When she left this year, uh, that year, sorry, I was like, oh, I really, really hope to see her again. Um, I just, I just knew straight away that they had something, something special there. And luckily, uh, two thousand and eighteen was the the year of the triumphant Abby return. That was also the year when we got our current cat, who we called Abby. And this is when we were. Um, at both times we've had cats we've just spent hours haven't we listing every name that we possibly could and like unfortunately because we normally get well we've only had two cats but we get female yeah and then I went to school a little girl school so I have a a huge list of people people's names I hate (laughs) yeah can't call my cat (laughs) after that cow at school and you obviously have very many um children's names oh yeah being a teacher remind not you know that remind you of actual people so it's quite difficult to to pick mm. a name yeah yeah that isn't yeah yeah i i, have I, I can't history. i don't think that i'd taught an abby at that point but yeah we, we 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 just kind of go through names of you know people from books from tv shows from films or anything and we were going through the coronation street names and we were like oh well, what was what was what was that character that came in last year? Because it was early of twenty eighteen that we got that we got our cat Abby. I don't remember that? us naming her after Abby. I think I think it came in a conversation with. We can't name it after a, like a major Coronation Street character. I don't remember but us ever talking about I, naming our cat. I think we did because our last cat, Safi, we named after Safi. Yeah, oh, absolutely <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it may it, you you might be wrong, but in in my head, it was just like oh. That, that character that was in it for eight episodes, that's quite a nice name, Let's isn't name it? name our cat after a drug addict. <laughs> well, it's safe because Ironically, cats can't do drugs. They, they can't, and, and compared to our last cat, she's had a lot fewer um, best they, visits, hasn't they... she? Touchwood, touchwood. Anyway, so Abby gets back to the street in early 2018 um, after a completely failed stint in rehab. However, yes. she says to Seb, it was successful and she's been put on a rehousing scheme. She's like, hey, I'm back on the straight, I'm, I'm back on the straight and narrow. They need to give them actual certificates. Okay. <laughs> you are now clean. Absolutely. So she says, right, I need your help. We need to get the twins back. They've been taken away. They've been put into foster care. Can you help me, please? Um, but he finds out pretty sharpish that um, she's lied about the rehab and she steals from Eileen as well. She steals her money. Um, so he's obviously disgusted by this. Um, but he still agrees to go off with her anyway because this is around the time when he's got Phelan on his tail. You know, when it was when Phelan showed him his gun and said, hey, this is the gun that I killed. 
uh, what was his name? Luke with. And Seb's like, I need to get out of here. Mum, can you look after me, please? So they disappear off somewhere. Um, but it doesn't last. Uh, the re- relationship soon deteriorates again. And Abby is um, soon homeless. So back again that April. Breaks into Eileen's number 11 to have a kip on her sofa. She's a bit knackered. Um, Why doesn't Eileen know that there's a lady on her sofa? I can't remember. I think... I think she was supposed to be away or something at that time. She was going through some feeling issues. This this is okay. around Easter, um, twenty uh, twenty eighteen. In fact, I may even say traffic. perhaps perhaps this was when they were away at the old uh, the old lighthouse. This is Maybe. when. So she's a having guess. a kick on wrong. the sofa while Eileen seagull stamping Pat into possibly the possibly I don't know. Don't anyway, know. Eileen bless her takes pity on oh. young Abby and allows her to stay for a few days. Hooray! That May, she gets a job as a mechanic um, in the garage. And this was very progressive for Coronation Street, wasn't it? I remember thinking this was quite cool at the time, having a lady mechanic. Women on Coronation Street have always worked with their hands. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Factory girl. labour. But in her roles in the cafe. (laughs) And and now mechanic, I think it's awesome that they've they've given her this job. Yes. And it is International Women's Day today, so let's celebrate this. Let's celebrate women mechanics. So she is. She was working for Tyrone and Kevin. Um, partly, to be fair, it is because she just wants to have a sleep in one of the cars because she ain't got anywhere else to live. Um, but by July, she's moved back into number eleven again. Feelings history by this point. Um, Eileen's gone as well because she does a little runner after. I can't remember where she goes. Does she go down to Bristol to live with Nicola for a bit, possibly? But anyway, she's uh, Abby's moved in there. I think Seb's probably there as well. And she even lies to the social services that it's oh, her house yeah. because this is when she's trying to get the twins back. And I think it's one of those classic Corrie scenes where somebody's coming around to view the house and the person who doesn't want them to move in there does everything they can to put them off. I think that's what happened, if my memory serves me correctly. Steve, meanwhile, getting a little bit concerned about Abby living in Eileen's home because Steve is Eileen's boss. And eventually he tells her about it. Um, after he sees Abby being taken into the police station one time. He thinks it's because she's back on the drugs, but actually she's just found some drugs in a customer's car. She didn't even try to inject slash snort slash... Lick them. Lick them or anything. Rub them over her teeth. I don't know when you do a drug. Stick them in your ear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, she handed them into police like a good citizen. So Steve feels a bit guilty (laughs) about this. And and, and he and uh, Tracy sort the house out before Eileen gets back. She's still very furious to find Abby's living there, throws her out. But Steve um, is able to convince Eileen to take her back again. Very nice for him. And her, I guess. Abby, uh, after this point, gets a bit of a gets a bit of a friendship going with Tracy, doesn't she? I don't think we've seen very much of this recently. Abby's kind of been I a bit friends with Tracy for a bit, but I don't one, remember that at all. Yeah, yeah. Once once Sally came along, and Coronation Street characters are only allowed like one friend at a time if it's they're very lucky, otherwise. and and Sally is filling that role at the moment for Abby. But no, her and Tracy were were best buddies in mid twenty eighteen. Um, and this this hacks Beth right off as well because Beth was Tracy's friend at the time, wasn't she? Um, but there was a story going on in, uh, around that time as well where Abby kisses Steve in August. And this is in the run-up to his and Tracy's wedding. And I remember thinking... Um, I remember there being reports in the papers or, you know online news sites at the time showing pictures of Steve and Abby kissing. And I was like, no, I don't want that. I don't want Abby and Steve to get together. And we were also big... Um, 
proponents of the Steve and Tracy relationship, weren't we? We wanted them to get married. And I thought this was possibly Abby was going to lure Steve away from this. But it was, it was nothing. They both agreed to forget about it. And then she got, after that point, she got a lot more involved in helping Tracy prepare the wedding. Now, this is also the, the season of the free pass that Tracy granted Steve. Remember that one? Yes. What was it for? A spa? A spa day or something. It was a bit of a weird misunderstanding that I don't think in real life anybody would get the wrong end of the stick about. But anyway, yeah, Tracy... No, it's like the most random thing. Yeah, it, it feels like it came from the pen of a writer, that one, rather than the actions of a um, functioning human being. But anyway, <laughs> Tracy... Are you saying writers aren't functioning human beings? Excuse oh, me. Oh, I, I apologise. I didn't mean to imply that. <coughs> um, Good. Yeah, Tracy says to Steve... Right, we're getting married. Here's a free pass. I can't even remember how it happened. She left any... it out she... and he found it. They never had a conversation. No, yeah, that's right, it that's right. It was written down and he was like, brilliant. Yeah, I can sleep Here's with whoever voucher. I want. I don't, I don't really get the... Um, well, I mean, everyone's different, aren't they? But if you're, if you're about to get married, why would somebody just say, oh, I'll get one last chance to... But it's also kind of hilarious to think that like, this voucher, like meant anything to anybody except Steve. Mm. Like, what's he going to do? Take it to Abby? And she goes, oh, free pass from Tracy. Brilliant. Yeah. I'll take this to Tracy. And <laughs> hands it, it down her. top. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Tracy has to, like, give Abby £500 or something. <laughs> well, he, think, he wants to use it on Abby first, but then he realises that it might be a bit of a trap to test his loyalties. Um, oh, he's not that in, stupid. In then. any case, he ends up sleeping with Leanne. Whoops. Yeah, and I think that must be where Ollie came from because she that's that, that great scene where she invites Mystery Man into the flat and, yeah, it turns out that... God forbid he ever plays Monopoly and gets a get-out-of-jail-free card and thinks... <laughs> I think that's real. <laughs> anyway, by the time the wedding day comes, Tracy is convinced that Steve and Abby were having an affair. Um, and he and she tries to frame her by damaging Michelle's car. So this was like, Michelle had a car in at the garage. Ab- garage? Garage. Abby had been working on it, and Tracy's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wreck gonna this up, yeah. smash it up with a hammer or something, uh, get, get that Abby accused of it. Um, but eventually she discovers that Abby's just been helping Steve with his first dancing routine, though. Um, so that... Abby is is a skilled dancer. Apparently so. Apparently we don't see much of that, do we? She's 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 a dance teacher, a mm. mechanic. Yeah. Actually, we did see her having a bit of a bop with Dean on Saturday, on a Sunday night, didn't we? When he, when he lent him for that kiss. I remember waving her hands at Bubbles. What? When? He was blowing bubbles and she was like a cat oh, yeah. going, oh, wow, I love these. <laughs> it's, it's in the name, isn't it? It's Abby. It's a female See, name. I've never done drugs, but it looks like um, great fun to enhance bubble blowing activities. And well, the other thing bubble, is, bubbles are already where quite do they get them from? Do, they, do you, when you go to your dealer, are they like, right, <laughs> here's your drugs, but what do you, what, what here's do you like? Here's your sniff. You can have a kaleidoscope or bubbles. Well, yeah, when you go to a drug dealer and ask for some blow, actually, it's, it's the bubbles and the little, the little thing that you blow through. <laughs> maybe maybe it is just like in in bubble form. Like liquid LSD or something. I can't imagine how that would work. I don't know. As we Neither said, do I don't know very Neither much about drugs. Not really. Um, so anyway, McDonald's are on, go off on honeymoon. It's expensive. This, this, me. I, 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 I forgot to write it down here, but this damaging the car is what led to that accident where... Um, is this where Leanne gets run over? This is where Leanne gets <laughs> run over backwards, yeah. <laughs> Classic. And is this where 
that guy gets killed. Yes, it is. Um, what's his face? Dr. Ali. Ronan. Yes, Ronan. Ronan, he pulls out the fence post, doesn't he? Yeah. St- yeah. You cannot convince Great me. Marvel and Coronation Street cannot convince me that Ronan is a scary name. Oh no, it's, well, in my head it's just Ronan Keating. Yeah, exactly. Really. He's, he's lovely. <laughs> Ronan Keating would never do anything horrible to anybody. No, exactly. He um, thinks life is a roller coaster. <laughs> McDonald's are away on honeymoon. Abby is accused of damaging the car. Um, and even Kevin doesn't believe her. Oh. Which earns him a punch in the gob from Abby. She's also a fighter. Yes. And a lover. Yes. She doesn't love him yet. Just, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, she will do. She likes his rants and pants. <laughs> <laughs> that comes later too. So she she can't work at the garage anymore after assaulting the, the gaffer. So she gets a job on streetcar switch for a little bit um, and then ends up getting herself hospitalised after a particularly heavy drinking session. Um, what? She, How? She just what? drinks a lot. Does she hurt herself? Drinks herself into a stupor. Don't ask any questions. I don't remember. Well, she just does. She I, just does. I thought that I thought that English people were impervious to hospitalisations from drinking problems. <laughs> well, Weatherfield people are certainly not impervious to hospitalisations. They, they seem to go there every other week, don't they? It's one of the characters or other. This is around the time that Abby decides to put Charla and Lechler up for adoption because um, she goes around like, and you love this scene. It's heartbreaking, wasn't it? She goes around the foster kid's house and she sees that they're there playing on their climbing frames because um, the, the family that have adopted, the, uh, that have fostered them, sorry, are, are Live loaded. In a bloody mansion. Live in a bloody mansion with a with wall outside. a bloody outside. great big um, play pen. Yes. And Abby has a massive cry outside of it when she, she realises that they're probably better off with, um, with them. So um, she says, right, they can adopt them. I, I wash my hands of them almost. It's it's for their own good. Seb freaks out at this and smashes up Preston's petals. Um, it's kind of in in retaliation or whatever for finding out this, and she, he he blames Tracy's actions um, with the car on this and Ab, uh, and Ab's, Abby's subsequent down spiraling. He's like because of because of everything Tracy did here. Abby's me mam has now gone off the rails, so I'm going to break up a, a smash up her shop, and that'll teach her a lesson. But Abby, good mum, takes the blame for him. Is that a good mum? I don't know. He, he well, maybe should have got... Well, that's what um, know, David thinking. and Shona are doing, and everyone yeah. says that they're cover bad. Up. Cover up for your child. If they're, a, if they're a crim, cover up for them. Just lie to the police, say it was you. So she gets sentenced to 16 weeks in prison. Meanwhile... See, what? Steve should have given her the get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah, it's a Monopoly game. You're right, you're right. Would have made <sighs> sense. So meanwhile, Seb's deciding that he's going to adopt the twins himself. Um, although he was told that by doing this, he'd have to cut all ties with his mum. See, this is really interesting because I don't know much about fostering or adoption, but yeah. I would have thought that you... This is a very extreme case where the the biological parent is like literally not allowed any contact. And I don't really know why, because she was very neglectful, and that was obviously a form of abuse, mm. but she didn't actually physically harm the children, did she? Like, why would she... Why is there... I mean... Uh... I, yeah, I don't think that she did, but I guess that, you know... Why can't her... she have supervised visits? I don't understand. There must be a, a reason, but I would have thought mm. that um, it just seemed... It just always just seemed like... This is very interesting. It seems like something that you would do to a parent who had, you know, actually abu- like physically hurt yeah. or, or... I mean, a, a neglect is still... Yeah, so 
neglect abuse, abuse, isn't it? It's it's one of the one of the four types of abuse. I could tell you about, but I won't now. Um, so I I don't know whether it's just a standard. It's, it's, if somebody's adopted, then that's it. I guess when they grew up, they could have then chosen to seek out um, Abby. The four types of abuse: are physical, mental, neglect. Backstreet Boys, having to listen to Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, That's not true because I like Backstreet Boys. You do, you do, yeah. They, they had some bangers. Who's, who's the worst band in the world? You have a think about that. Bewitched. <laughs> what band? Bewitched are amazing. Thank you very much. Um, you, you have a think. I'm sure you can come up with somebody good, bad, whatever. Anyway, I, 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 I didn't like the idea Vanilla of. Rice. Yeah, all of them. All of them in vanilla rice. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, I, I didn't like the idea of Seb adopting the twins. I just wanted Abby to have her kids back because although she was a really, 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 really awful mum to them. No, she was bad, yeah. She, she was she, she was, just, she was See, just cute having them all together. Reading this all back is very difficult to know why, why do I like the character of Abby. She's just very She's complex, just absolute, isn't she? Um mess she's a total mess she she really is anyway um so seb seb's kind of going off on i'm going to adopt i'm going to adopt the kids meanwhile obviously abby is still in prison where she at first is put in a room with marcia which is an old cellmate from when she'd had it been in prison before that's audrey's old boyfriend no it's not oh yeah that's same name same <laughs> name. i don't think it's the same person no, I think it's good really reference different. anyway she tries to get her back on the drugs marcia does to abby Abby's like, no, thank you very much. Can I have a new cell? And what do you know? She gets placed in a room with Sally Metcalf. Not so high and mighty Former now, mayor Sally. of Weatherfield, who was in there having been falsely accused of fraud. They become close, despite the earlier kind of animosities between them. Yeah. And one day, just to help her out, Abby gets to punch Sally in the face just to try and delay her court hearing. <laughs> That's quite funny. I like it when Abby gives a bit of a punch. I don't. I'm no supporter of you know physical violence normally, but she gets she. She delays. She's a plucky young thing. Court hearing so Sophie can find more evidence. Yes, that that's the reason. Yeah, Sally's like I can't go to court today. Uh, Sophie's just on the cusp of cracking this case because can't can't trust the cops to do it in Weatherfield. So Abby helps her in the only way that she knows how by yeah bopping her on the nose. Um, however, the plan is found work. out and Sally is it. sent. Down. It was foolproof. Yeah, yeah. Back to you, Gemma. 2019. Well, What's gone on? Abby's out of prison now, and Seb, Seb doesn't want to have anything to do with her. No. Sally gets released and invites Abby to stay at number four with her and Tim. Abby can't... It's, it's juggling to find work. Um, <laughs> she ends up with Peter. Peter, do you remember? Shagging and on Peter's boat. There were lots of times in Abby's story where it was like, no, What's don't go there. <laughs> don't make the character do that. And luckily, none of them have been particularly um, long-lasting. But yeah, putting them with Peter Barlow? Mm, no. But yeah, fagging and shagging is... I think that was a phrase that you coined. Is what is they it? got. I, yeah, I think that was you. Um, I, was you. I don't think so. That, that's what they get up to on his boat. Because he's got... Is he like fixing up a boat on the factory forecourt or something? And he's going to go sailing off around the world? Well, he, he... Yeah, she helps him with it. And then that involves also sleeping with him. Yes. Helps her keep her mind off of the ongoing custody battle for the twins. Hmm. Um, but they, they know it's a fling. They're not... Yes. They're not going to start dating. No. Is this when Peter was still being an alcoholic? That explains a lot. He's always an alcoholic. Well, was, yeah. He was on the rebound from Carla as well, well I this think. Well, Carla bought him the boat. Himself. Oh, yeah, she did, didn't she? And then Simon burned it down. 
Spoilers, we're going to get that. Oh, I'm sorry. In court, Abby says the twins would be better off with their new family. The adoption order is granted. The Franklins are allowed one last meeting. And then they get taken away for good. <laughs> Except that's by no means the last time we see them. But not yet. Um, Peter invites Abby on a work trip to Kefalonia on his boat. Which angers Simon because he wanted to go sailing with his dad. And then Peter says, all right, then I won't invite Abby anymore. Then, but she finds out before... She finds out before. Yeah, sorry, he my notes don't make her, sense then. I don't understand this. She doesn't like Somebody it. Somebody gets hits drunk. The... I don't know who does. Abby probably. Yeah, either of them, both, neither. Yeah, the sorry. boat gets destroyed with fire. Um, <laughs> it was Roy that set the boat Roy on fire, wasn't it? It was sleepwalking. sleepwalking. Odd. Simon was inside it, but everyone thinks it was Abby. Mm. Um, Carla tries to cover up for Roy by deleting the CCTV CCTV files of him doing it, but then Peter gets her to publicly apologise to Abby, who gets... <laughs> oh, God. This Abby gets exonerated yeah, because Cathy says, I saw Abby in town the night of the fire. So there you go. <laughs> That's how that ends. That's the crime Boat fire of the thinks century. it's Abby. Not Abby, because Cathy was out on the town. Cathy was out on the town? Yeah. And she Abby. saw Abby. No, she just saw her there. Abby's a right rave. Cathy's uh, a right rave. She's out of the town every night. That's why we never see her in That's the programme. That's why she doesn't want to go to Cornwall's. Nightlife's very bad. <laughs> Abby is taken on as a valet at streetcars, which makes things worse for her and Seb because he wanted to, to, the job. Oh, no. <sighs> the factory roof collapses. <laughs> what? As it does. It's one of those things. And Abby rescues everybody from listening does. to Kirk talking about curly whirlies or what's it's or whatever oh I think it was mini cheddars mini cheddars um the events draw Abby and Seb close again and then I can't remember whether this was like the first instance of Abby being the hero it feels like a lot she's been in the show a long time and she seems to have she seems to be rescuing people on at least a you know six monthly basis I think that the writer's just gone this character is just um a chaos magnet how can we redeem her (laughs) Mm. let's just have a pull people out of a burning building where Um, was she in Horonation Street though eh oh yeah she was putting a gun in Corey's face (laughs) yeah whoops Um, yeah so Seb and Abby get closer again because she's so heroic and everyone's like Seb why is he mean to your mum like that Mm. Abby vows to turn her life around by getting Brian to tutor her in English and maths which as we all know are the two Two subjects you have to get a good mark in if you want to work in one of the many shops on Coronation <laughs> Street. What has she used her English and maths for? Um, is that Kevin's like, sorry, if you want to marry me, you've got to have at least a C in maths and English. Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, so she's got to be able to read the quantities when she's making his tea on the recipe, hasn't she? So there are two fish fillets and there's one of me and one of you. That makes sense. Hero time again. Abby stops a man who has broken into number 13. You keep writing... Whose house is that? Kevin's house. Okay, I don't remember... Sorry, I don't know the numbers of everybody's house on Coronation Street. I'm going to just admit that controversial It's all right, it's all right. I don't think I'm the only one who doesn't know. So that's why I'm asking. This is the scene. I can't remember who... Some things I know I don't know, so I keep my mouth shut because I think I should know this and so everybody else knows this, but I don't genuinely think that most people know... I've only got a bit better in the last, what I'm going to say, three or four years at knowing who lives at which number. Like, 
We know that Ken lives at number one. Everyone knows that one. Everyone knows that. And it was always number three. That's Emily Bishop's house. I didn't have to think about that one because she lived there for about 40 years. And I was like, oh, who lives there now? You're so rude. I think I know now. Yeah, some some guy breaks into 13. I can't remember who. And that was when Jack was um, hiding under the bed. And um, it led to Kevin running across the coals (laughs) and doing a little fall. He did a little fall, but he's all right. Um, Abby saves the day. Everyone's happy. Kevin gives her a job back at the garage. And then this is when we have Kev's rants and bants where he's just moaning all the time. And she thinks it's hilarious. And um, as we both know, somebody ranting can be quite erotic. Because that's what you you love me, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm always moaning and on about something. Well, ranting can be quite entertaining. That's like what we try and do on the podcast every so often, don't we? They could have released a Kevin podcast. It would have been really funny, but I just don't think. I think think Kevin, I'm going to say this, probably has some very problematic views. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're right. You're not just talking about his fashion sense, are you? (laughs) While all this is going on, Abby is helping Seb investigate the mysterious goings-on at the Sparkle Lounge, which is the the human trafficker Mm -hmm. um, nail bar, (laughs) where Alina is being forced to work as a slave. Yeah. Kevin starts to develop feelings for Abby and she agrees to go for a pint with him at the Rovers, not realising that it's supposed to be a date. And she's also been <laughs> she's also been secretly recording him, moaning about stuff and uploading them to her Kev the Crank blog. This is just sad. So <laughs> that is quite a good thing to do against Kevin because he probably don't he doesn't know what the internet is, does he? No, I don't think so. He lives a very analogue life, does our Kev. So, um, so he could have like he could be the the, the star of the internet, can't he? He could the, be like YouTube's Mister Twenty Nineteen. Yeah, and Kevin would have no idea. Um, Coronation Street should do a story where somebody ends up as a meme. You know, like like yeah. overly attached yeah. girlfriend and that yeah. success baby. Yeah, that'd be really funny. Um, <laughs> he finds out he doesn't see the funny side. Funnily enough, fires Abby, but then Sophie says. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Makes total Sophie sense. Sophie says, "I'm." This is when she was working at the at the at the at the maybe garage. at the garage for some inexplicable reason because of her clipboard holding talent. Mm. Says, um, "This could be good for business. You being known as a ranty old bastard is going to bring people in <laughs> to get their car service." It did though, like a, once you, or You're twice. a local celebrity, and so he gives her job back. Happy. Abby and says, "Carry on doing and doing this page." And she obviously assumes she is still uploading to this day. Um, she she's still studying for her GCSEs. She gets drunk the night before. She goes in to her exam hungover. Um, takes the exam. Don't know what happens. You wait until she gets her results. Sally accuses Abby be of only being interested in Kevin because of his recent inheritance. This is when. Debbie comes back yes. very briefly to say Auntie Flo's died or whatever. Auntie Vi. And here's some cash for you because getting a bloody lottery ticket wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, the lottery funds run dry. Um, He's going to get another one at some point when it, when Bill dies. That's true, yeah. I don't know why they made it Auntie Vi died and not Bill. That would have made a lot more sense as Peter Armitage had sadly passed away by that point. But never mind. Um, yeah, so Sally, Sally says, like, oh, you're a gold digger. And then she gets a plate of spaghetti bolognese over her head. <laughs> Abby and Kevin continue to get closer, but Kevin overhears her comparing him to a safe, boring hatchback. 
which is a car. No one wants to be accused of that. What would you want? What kind of car would you want to be? I don't know cars. You just you know want to be a purple Ford Fiesta. That's your favourite sort of car, isn't That's it? That's my first car. My first when Ford I think Fiesta, of you, I do think of love. purple Ford Fiestas. <laughs> and me, I don't even have it. I've never owned a car in my life. No. So I'm like... What sort of car would you be there? You know more about cars than I do. I'd be... I don't know. I'd be like... I'd be like a car that looks good and then you drive it home and then it's full of rust and like the exhaust falls off the back and actually the wheels are made of cardboard. Yeah. Well, I'd just be one of those boring safe cars, wouldn't I? Well, yeah. Well, Kevin took offence to that. Yeah. Um, Skoda or something. A Skoda. Volvo. I don't know. I'm just saying car brands are they they... bad. Oh, no. a Tesla. You could be a Tesla. You're so smart. Self-driving. You'd I like... did drive myself. That's true. Um... He turns her down when she goes in for a kiss because he's so offended that he's a hatchback. And she ends the night snogging the face off of Ray Crosby. Ray Crosby. Ray Crosby. The evil, very, very Mancunian overlord of the bistro at the that The criminal point. mastermind. Yes. And massive, uh, massive pervert and sex pest. That's right. That's right. Yet another um, Sad step move. in Abby's story. I was like, no, don't put them together. Don't make her do that. But anyway, it doesn't last long, does she? So, early 2020. So, what, like, the story of Abby is like watching a mouse chewing an electric wire <laughs> over and over again. Going, you're going to hurt yourself. Why are you doing this? Yeah, it is. It really is. So, early 2020, we're on the eve of the pandemic here. Abby finds out that she is, um, she gets a GCSE results, doesn't she? She's got a C in English, B in maths. That's good. Nice, sorted. Well, I got a B in maths, so me and so Abby's math skills, about the same level. Yeah, same I thing. really didn't deserve a B in maths. And she also saves the day once more by putting out a fire at number five. That's Demo Gemma and Chesney's house. house. Well done, well, good job. I only know that job. because I remember the fire and thinking, don't rescue them. Mini Coldwell's old house. Let the children die. Anyway, um, she's also, she's she's probably going out with Ray Crosby here. She thinks she's really, she's hit the jackpot because she's got this rich businessman on her, on her arm. Kevin yeah. is increasingly jealous at this point. Yeah, because he's a hatchback, but Ray Crosby is like a Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah, Ferrari. They're good cars. Abby finally learns out what a massive sex pest Ray is after Bethany and Alia tell her about his behaviour towards them, yes. you know. Uh, and so she's, she, she has this great scene on Valentine's oh, yeah, Night yeah, yeah. on 2020 where there's, I'm going to say some Valentine's event at the Bistro, where she um, stands up and she gets these three women who are past victims of Ray to... They they can't say anything, can they? Because they've been gagged. They've all they've had NDAs that they're about to sign. But Abby says these people. He was a massive sex pest and a pervert too. He's been told that they've got to. They're not allowed to say anything. But look at whose establishment you are all dining in, everybody. And um, and then she goes off and blows up his car. And this is amazing. <laughs> this is why I love Abby. She blows up people's cars and walks away from the explosion like she's in some kind of action movie. That was Didn't she a, laugh? She did. She walks away, the car's exploding in the background behind her and she's just going, ha ha ha, and she's got brilliant hair because she's just come out of the bistro. Doesn't she and like going... Like, like she reacts like, ah, this is great. Yeah, yeah, she does, she does. She's kind of, I think she like has a little start at the explosion yeah. and she like tosses her head back. That See, was like one of my favourite Abby moments ever. To me, I like that better than walking off and pretending that you're too cool. Because like, if you're too cool to care about setting an explosion, 
Why did you sell it in the first place? Yeah, where's the fun in it? Where's the, what? Revel in it. Yeah. Like Abby. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kevin if asked human, if you're, As a human being, if you can't revel in destruction, then I'm afraid <laughs> you are alien to the rest of us because that's what humans do. <laughs> so, Kevin has to provide an alibi for Abby's whereabouts when the car was torched. And, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, consequences. <laughs> yeah. So, she, she quite likes him for that. They end up having a snog and a bit of a bonk. So, um, nice one, Kevin. You're in there. Ray, however, has managed to get himself some dash cam footage of her stealing oh, yeah, the car. She steals it and then she, she blows steals it, it outside the bistro. Yeah, she does. She drives it off somewhere. I say blow it up in situ. So he then lures her to the Chariot Square Hotel, best hotel in Winterfield, and makes out that um, all you need to do, Abby, is sleep with me one more time. And I'll, I'll keep quiet about it. I won't tell anyone that you stole my car. However, he's just trying to trick her. He photographs her getting undressed, sends her on his uh, on her way, and then he's just humiliating her. Basically, yeah, because he's nasty. He's like, you're disgusting. He so shows Kevin. I want to sleep with you anyway. Yeah, he Such shows Kevin all the footage, dash cam footage, the getting undressed footage. I think everything, and says, right. I will keep quiet about this, that your, your your girlfriend is a massive car stealer and torture if you sign the garage over to me. And this is the very beginning, I think, of Ray's quest to take over the whole of that side of the street across 2020. Kevin has got no choice. Tyrone's not so happy about it because he partially owns the garage as well. But yeah, so Ray now owns Webster's garage. And it all turns out to be for no reason at it all. It does. Sadly, that storyline didn't really <laughs> work out as the, in the, the way that Corrie had wanted it to but never mind. Right, more sibling stuff now here, which is what we call the Seb twins. Um, Abby finds out that their adopted parents are taking them to Australia. No. It's sad. It's because they knew that there was this incoming pandemic, didn't they, I guess? Well, yeah, if you go to... Pa- you, you, no, it's New Zealand. Isolate- oh, yeah, New Zealand's the place to go in 2020, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So she says... She, she arranges to say goodbye to them with Seb, but she bottles it. <sighs> Um, so sad. A month or so later, they arrange another meetup, but she can't go because ugh, she's only gone and got herself trapped under a car engine that's fallen on her. Look at that. She's been a mechanic for years and this happens to be the day that she gets pinned to the ground by a tumbling car engine. What are the chances of that, eh? So um, anyway, that sucks. She's taken into hospital. My yeah. Taken into hospital. While she's there, she pinches a bottle of morphine, which Peter sees because he happens to be there for reasons. Well, like the, the, liver reasons, probably. The, the nurse who's dispensing the drugs kind of leaves it out like a touch kind, shot. Kind of his fault. And we don't find out if there's any ramifications for that. No. So this starts a, a period of Abby's history that, again, I wasn't too happy about. I was a little bit on edge of this. <laughs> with him, with Peter kind of moving back in on Abby territory. And Abby, Carla's also a bit concerned about this at the time because he's spending an awful lot of time oh, with yeah, her because they're both addicts aren't they and he's yeah, helping yeah. her addicts together um he's 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 trying to help her battle her demons isn't yes he? yes uh, but carla thinks that they're having an affair again um he is however able to persuade abby to go to addiction meetings um debbie addiction, also not addic- addiction addi- meetings. <laughs> <laughs> it's got beautiful diction both of them it's queen's english yeah <laughs> Debbie also suspects Abby's messing um, Kevin around, so Abby has to come clean about this addiction coming back. When he oh, says it to... Debbie, just be like... Debbie is like... Never talk to me she said, she said it this week. She's like, I knew from the start that are. Kevin, that our Kev, that this girl wasn't good for you. But anyway, bless him. When Kevin gets her, finds out about all this addiction stuff, he says, never mind, love. Still love you. Uh, but he does start to worry a little bit about what this could all mean for Jack. You know, is he safe? He's got this 
person who's clearly got drugs and alcohol issues being his new mum. And um, and anyway, a couple uh, a week or so later, she makes a pass at Peter. But still, Kevin's still able to forgive her. Surprised that he's letting her go after all the... That he's, no, he's letting her go, that he's getting mad at her for this whole Imran thing. Abby um, has another hero moment, mid-2020. She traps Jeff in Sally's conservatory during the wedding to Tim to stop him spoiling the day. Excellent moment. Well done, Abby. Applaud it's like you. a reverse rescue. Yes. Well, it was very much like when Jenny trapped Tracy in the uh, in the factory, wasn't it? So that she couldn't go and spoil it. Um, Abby starts to become a little bit suspicious towards the end of the year about Debbie's mysterious business venture. Because Debbie comes... She's back this year, isn't she? And she's like, I'm just hanging around doing work on your dining room table, Kev, on my I'm laptop. Working... Don't ask any questions. I'm, I am a, a Turkish business tycoon yeah but i can do it all online now and abby's like what's what are you doing here why 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 aren't you why aren't you going away well it, <laughs> well, it turns out that she's actually working with ray crosby to buy up yeah. half the street and to build a massive hotel complex there shocker abby organizes the residents in a protest against the development part of which involves her commandeering a digger and knocking the power out on the street Great Abby moment, swinging around with a digger. That must have been quite fun to film. And um, yeah, so she knocks the power out and that sets the stage for some of the events on the 60th anniversary, like Scary Jeff creeping around and also um, Faye bashing Abby, uh, Abby Adam, Adam over the noggin in the bistro. So yeah. um, well done, Abby. You, you played a key role in the 60th anniversary there. So in the beginning of 2021, she leads a street protest on the top of a float but Roy accuses her of only wanting to do it because she has a personal vendetta against Ray rather than focusing on the development. Yeah, she's like, yeah, he, he wants to buy up the street and he's a massive pervert and a sex pest. Remember everyone. And Roy's like, that's not what we're here for. Well, Roy should just take his allies where he can get them. Exactly, I think. exactly. It was, a pro- it was a massive protest. It was the whole streets, or well, whole half of the streets being demolished and what, about four or five people agreed to join the protest in it. So One yeah. Exactly. doesn't, you know, Abby doesn't even have any, in- like, she could go tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Abby manages to capture footage of Ray chatting to a woman from the council that he's bribing to go along with the development. Great scene. I like that. Yeah, that was good. Hiding she, behind the bar there at Chariot Square. She, tell you what, <laughs> how many scenes have we had? Like, if you want to spy on somebody and record them, or like, um, interrupt a meeting, Chariot Square Hotel is where you do that. That is the it? place to go, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every, Everyone thinks that that's where they can go to have their secret meetings. No. But no. You know, other places, people overhear what you're saying by accident, but like Chariot Square Hotel seems to be the place you go to spy on people. <laughs> and they, they don't have a reputation for it, but they really should do. Yeah. So, um... She tells she tells Ray that he's she's got this and he even either needs to confess that he tried to rape Faye or yeah that happens I didn't mention that she's gonna release the video so he spikes a drink well imagine what would you know what people she, think if only now. she had had an anti spiking lid she need a lid you yeah. would never have got in wouldn't have known what to do um he's yeah he spikes a drink she collapses Debbie finds her takes her to the hospital. When she returns to the street, Abby gets told by Debbie that she's killed Ray. <laughs> this just got a bit silly, didn't it? But she actually hasn't. She hasn't killed Ray, no. She's, 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 she's harbouring him because he's going to flee to Turkey in exchange for signing over all of his businesses 
to Debbie. And this, <laughs> this is the sort is so of thing you write in English when you're 12. <laughs> it was exciting at the time it just re- reading it back is like did they really do that but i remember when when debbie confesses to abby that she's killed ren it's like oh my gosh and there's like oh no don't make debbie a murderer i really like debbie and i wanted to stay in the show so See, fortunately she didn't the thing about debbie is that she's quite i think she's got a red screwed on right she does she's, quite she's very canny but what like i know what i'll do I'll tell everyone I'm a murderer. To she didn't tell hit. everybody. You just know, like, yeah, but it just like looking. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so Debbie plans to double cross Ray, and he finds out that she's going to do that. And he's like, I can't believe that this plan. You're not going to stick to this amazing plan that we've both thought of. <laughs> so he chucks her and Kevin in a fridge. Not just any fridge. The biggest fridge there is. The yeah, shagging fridge. The shagging fridge for Michelle and Robert's favourite. Um meeting place yeah so debbie and kevin have to sit in a fridge which is where i feel like i am at the moment it's absolutely freezing in here got the hot blanket on darling it's not my feet are still absolutely frozen oh boy okay so kevin and debbie in the fridge together abby rescues them <laughs> we should have just had like a tally chart of great abby scene and also abby rescues somebody is yeah. anyone is anyone still keeping count is this, this, this should is be a like drinking four, game four or five times she's rescued people yeah. Um, Ray gets arrested and Abby proposes to Kevin. I think this is possibly the last time that Abby's rescued somebody. Yeah, I, I think, think she's, she's overdue a rescuing. Yeah. I, d- I don't think she's in a fit state for it at the moment, though, but it's one of my favourite things about Abby. If somebody's in trouble, Abby will, because she just wades in and is like, she, is the she only, has no fear. She's the only physical heroine that we've had yeah. on Coronation Street. Like, lots Maybe. of women are very emotionally, you know, they rescue. And they, they're saviours and mm. they they support people emotionally. But Abby, I don't think very many people, women, what? certainly not to the extent that Abby has. What about Shona going down the drain on Coronation Street week? Didn't yeah. she just go down the drain and go, why are you down there? Can you come back up? <laughs> is it? No, she didn't. She start. had to take Jenny, didn't she? Because her arm was hurt. Yeah, yeah. For some reason. I can't remember. <laughs> well, you know, when you fall down a sinkhole. How would you get... How would you get a woman... Up a ladder, who couldn't hold her own weight. No, I think that she just, she just, um, she just encouraged her. She yeah, can do it. She teased her up. Come on, come on, up, keep going. Come on, Jenny. Come on. <laughs> anyway, where am I? I we're, we're here. We're here. Abby rescues them from the fridge to Kevin, and then it turns out that she she's not like the other women. She doesn't like weddings or dresses, and Sally says, "I'll do the wedding." I'll do the ceremony. I'll be a registrar Weird. for some reason. That was a great dress trying on scene. Brilliant Abby scene when she walks into the bistro with her big bobber boots, doesn't she? And it's like, hey, what's this? Oh, this isn't really me, is it? And Debbie's there looking amazingly glamorous with the big sleeves and everything. And Abby's like, this isn't me. Although interestingly, when they do end up getting married late last year, she um, she was still able to rock a pretty nice wedding dress, doesn't she? Wear whatever you like. That's what I say. Um, Just don't get married in the nude. If you want, no, get married in the nude if you want not to. Not before the don't water shed. Me. I'm not, I don't want to see it. Um, Abby supports Seb as he starts dating Nina. Oh, Seb. But There's very little Seb, actually, in our discussion of Abby's character profile, isn't there? Well, they weren't like, talking to each other for a long time. They weren't talking time. to each other for a long time. and most of 2020, Seb barely appeared. Um, she's worried that, that he's not going to fit in with Nina's gothy mates. Then, on the eve but of they Abby's... they both like Cradle of Filth. What more do you need? On the Eber, on the Bieber, 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 
on the eve of Abby's wedding, Seb and Nina get attacked and oh, he yes. just dies a few days later. <laughs> he just dies. <laughs> just dies. A few days later. Um, then Abby gets... That sucks for Abby. This is like... kind of sad. She gets upset about this. Just a bit, yeah. Yeah. She gets frustrated with Nina because Nina can't remember what happened. Um, and then she kind of blames her a little bit for the attack and starts kind of focusing on the way that Nina looks because that was the motivation for the crime. Um, you you were asking for it dressed like that kind of thing. Hmm. She's furious to find out that the person who then gets accused of doing it, Corey, is allowed to walk free. Mm-hmm. At Seb has his funeral. Asher and Abby conspire to drug Corey to get his phone so they can find evidence to, to that he's committed the crime. Yeah, because Abby goes after Corey with a bottle, doesn't she, after the funeral? Because he shows up and kind of smarms around there. She, she's going to bash him over the head with a bottle and Asher stops her and says, no, no, let's, let's have a better plan. They let's get caught. This. Yes. So it didn't work. He gets granted bail at his hearing Ooh. and he's allowed to walk free. Then um, Nina sets up a memorial garden for Seb, but Abby doesn't like it. <laughs> she doesn't see the point. She trashes it because there's a great big memorial of his face. Big old picture of Seb, isn't there? Yeah. Mm, she Then she helps restore it because uh, she thinks there aren't enough places that you can sit sadly and maudlin on this show. <laughs> there's, there's literally there's one just Maxine's down the road. And then there's Victoria Gardens, but we need somewhere else that we can mope. Yeah, what's, what's wrong with a chippy bench? Why does nobody go and sit out there and look sad? Smells like chips. That's a, a, It's difficult a to, to properly feel sad when you can smell chips. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking, I can solve my problems right now if I just had some nice I chips. I think so bad, yeah. Any, I suppose it would be sad, it would be really sad if you were if you were upset and feeling down and you went and sat by the chippy bench and then you were like and I can't even have chips because I just had my dinner no, I'd my be life like, is I'd the feel worst. sad if I was sat by the chippy bench and I went in and said can I, can I have chips and a minced beef and onion pie please and they said we've only got chicken and mushroom we've that'd be the worst or steak and kidney yeah <laughs> anyway anyway we anyway, don't we yeah, that's not doesn't sound like us at she all she trashes the place then she helps put it back yes Brian helps Abby write a victim impact statement oh, to read out scene. to the court, and God, then he reads brilliant. it himself. That is that is Peter Gunn's best work on Coronation Street. That scene was bloody brilliant last yeah, year. Yeah, that was really good. Um, she gets mad at Imran because he's defending Kelly, um, and she thinks that he shouldn't. No. Days before the trial starts, Abby encourages Nina to re- to revisit the scene of the crime, to. Try to see if she can remember a bit more about what happened. Probably should have done it earlier than that, but a there you go. Flashback scene. <laughs> but when the trial takes place, Kelly is found guilty, guilty. and Corey is found not guilty. Sent free. He walks. He does a bit free. of a wink at Abby, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like <laughs> gives her the finger. <laughs> walks re- off. Is that the noise that he makes when he winks? Most people go ding when so, they wink. I can't help it as my eyelids make a funny noise. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've already uh, sorry um, Abby has a one night stand with Imran because why what else would she do then she leaves Weatherfield for a month she's feeling a bit down isn't she and he's feeling a bit down because his, he They're didn't win his court case yeah and what better thing to do oh dear why did they have where to did make they that do happen it? where yeah doesn't matter I'm interested was it a toilet 
Probably. Do you know what I mean? They, they didn't get a hotel room, did they? They both went off to town, and then one of them came back with a baby. <laughs> and it wasn't Imran. And it's it's very disgusting. Don't do be doing that. People need to use the toilet. Oh, and you're gosh. just getting in the way. That made me sad when that happened. It was very dramatic because we knew for a while that Imran had had it <laughs> off with somebody, hadn't we? And and people had theorised. I think it's going to be Abby. Oh, and then they dear. had that scene in the sea in the alley, didn't they? Abby and Imran meeting up about a month later, and it's like, no, they came to say it was Abby, and it was, and um, no good has come from that. No, it's not a joyful um, coming together of two Groins. beautiful minds and bodies, is it? No. Um, she returns to Weatherfield and agrees to get the wedding set up, all the plans yeah, together. Yeah, back on track again. But then she also goes, I know what I need, the perfect accessory for my wedding dress is a gun. <laughs> um, she, I mean, if, if the government needs to encourage people to get married for stability and the, the health of the nation... Let's start doing that. Let's start encouraging people because you don't get tax breaks for being married, but you might get free gun. Yeah, shotgun gun wedding. That's what that is, isn't it? <laughs> she wants to use it to blast Corey's brains out. Good idea. She meets up with Tess to get this gun, but it doesn't really go to plan because a hole opens in the ground and they all oh, fall in Oh, don't you hate it. it when that happens? She's, she, she's there. She's in the House of Horrors at Horonation Street, isn't she? And she's and he's Corey's been... bricking it. Yeah, he's got he's, a gun in his scared. face. She's going to shoot him. Then they all fall in a hole. Um, and they end up down in a, in the sewer having a nice scene. Great scene, is. great scene. Great scenes, him crying. Yeah. Um, and then... Water washes Roy the gun away. Along. Yeah, the, the gun goes missing. Roy comes along and he lies about what he's seen. And he rescues them out of the he hole with his super bag. Because Abby can't rescue herself. Mm. Who rescues the rescuers? Roy. When Debbie finds out <laughs> that Abby had planned to shoot Corey in the face, she says, leave Kevin and the marriage because you're trouble. Even when you're not on drugs, you're trouble. Mm. But the wedding goes ahead anyway. Meanwhile, Abby, Nina and Asha find evidence from Stu trying Corey to the kicking because he had a pristine backpack or something, I can't remember. Then Corey gets arrested, runs away. Roy leaves Weatherfield for a bit because he feels bad about himself. But really, he only goes so he can come back at Christmas. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he this gun that Abby had tossed in the drain or got washed oh, yeah. away ends up getting used to shoot Natasha, doesn't it? And, and then, then Roy feels a bit Roy sad. Roy blames himself, even though it really has nothing to do with him. And, and now he's then, just playing chess with Sam to make up for it, so it's fine. Abby... Uh, Tez agrees to, to say, I don't remember what who I sold this gun to, so that she gets away with it. Andy. Then, Abby and Kevin come back from their honeymoon, and Abby starts harassing Kelly, who she blames for um, Seb's death, along with Corey, and now Kelly's out of prison because she's so beautiful. And <laughs> I can't remember why now. Um, because it was, because it was just found out that Corey was, was the Corey one who had done and, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Abby, Abby, Abby just ends up spending Christmas pursuing this vendetta She's against just following Kelly, her doesn't she? Glaring at her. Yeah. Um, Charlie and Lexi come over for Christmas Day for a nice scene and everybody's happy. But then um, uh, yeah. Abby gets sad again. She goes to a drug support group. Kelly's there as well because she keeps finding drugs and taking them. And then... Um, 
Abby has to listen to Kelly talking about how sad it what her life has been, and then maybe feels like I oh, should give her a break. But then the year ends with Abby telling Imran that she thinks she might be pregante. No, yeah, that was the final scene of twenty twenty one, wasn't it? I think I might be having a baby, Imran. But no, it's just a false alarm. She finds out in twenty twenty two. Well, I don't know whether she finds this out or what. No, she but... said she said on Monday. Yeah. That she did not know she was pregnant. Mm. Well, and I don't. I this is the question. Do you believe? That? We'll, we'll we'll have to see as the episodes go on, don't we? But um, yes, we we are led to believe at the beginning of twenty twenty two that it is just a false alarm, and um, and then Abby does go quiet for a little bit in January, February this year. She's certainly back with a vengeance now. We and um, we found out just last week. What well, Sally found out from Abby that um, yeah, she had a one night stand with Imran. No. Sally doesn't know it was with Imran, does she? Nobody knows it was with Imran at the moment. Just just Sally does. No, just Imran does, I mean. And um, yeah, so Kevin finds out as well. They go off on holiday. Says, don't be there when I get back. And Kevin and Jack go off on holiday without Abby. Yes. Abby says, drugs time. Yep. And, um, drugs and, and bubbles. Yeah, and, and and now she's had a baby and abandoned it at the hospital. And that is well, where see, exactly we are at now. You're, you're kind of burying all that because it happened recently yeah but when we upload this to youtube in like five years time you're gonna have to elaborate well, no, this on is this. going on to youtube like next well, you know, week all right okay but listen you need to explain a bit more what happened she right. she's on drugs yeah she um she's with this guy dean who's who's a drug drug addict he takes the car he pinches from, a car from, from the garage yes. because the keys are there and he works out that Webster's garage probably opens the door to Webster's garage. Mm. He nicks a grey Nissan sports car. Great acceleration. And um, she runs out, sees that he's got this car and um, he forces her in with him. Meanwhile, all day long, she's been saying, oh, I've got backache or I've got stomachache or I need the toilet. <laughs> Then, as they're driving the Kazi, through she the says. countryside, she starts to get really bad pains, and um, she says she needs to go to the hospital. He drops her off at the side of the road and leaves her there, and she gets her phone out and says, I'm having a baby, but then the phone goes dead. And then she's rolling around on the floor, and eventually a man who's very grumpy stops, <laughs> <laughs> lets her in the car. Um, she gets to the hospital where the nurses, like, know that she's drunk because she smells of alcohol. Um, she pretends her name is Jennifer Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't believe her. They are very worried about her and the baby. Uh, she gives birth to this tiny, tiny baby. Tiny little bundle. Um, and they struggle to get him to breathe when he first is born, but then they stabilise him. He obviously is very premature. They put him in an incubator. Um, and then as soon as the earliest opportunity... Abby runs away. She Abby scones, doesn't she? Back home to her house, and the hospital is left with this mystery woman. They print out a picture of her on CCTV, but the only clue is that she's wearing a red hoodie. Who could it be? Who could it be? Mm. And that is luckily Coronation Street made sure that we knew it was Abby because they focused (laughs) the end of the episode. Look, everybody, it was her. Remember that all along. I don't particularly want to spend any time theorising on what's going to happen there next because I think that's what our main podcast is going to be for this week and there's going to be other developments between now and then anyway. But yeah, that is the um, 
hour and 10 minute long whistle stop tour of what Abby's been doing in the 400 odd episodes that she's been in the show and um, what a life she has had. Um, and because of this um, amazing performance at Sally Ann, not Sally Ann Matthews, that's the other one. Not oh, Sally Denver. No, Sally Carmen has done over the past few years. She's racked herself up a few awards, hasn't she? Not not just Conversation Street Awards, because yeah. she's got a couple of them as well. But last year, she won the Best Soap Actress at the TV Choice Awards and the Inside Soap Awards. And she got a Best Dramatic Performance at the RTS Awards as well. She's been doing really, really well. Good job, Sally Carmen. Um, then that's not the only prize that she's picked up while she's been working on Coronation Street either, is it? Because she has bagged the big one. Joe Dutteen playing Tim. Um, they've been dating since March 2020. Um, no, sorry, that's not right. They've been dating since June 2018, but they got engaged in March 2020, which is lovely. It's nice seeing their little pictures on Instagram. Um, they were supposed to be getting married last year, I think. But they had to put it off because of COVID and all that and the restrictions and everything. And Sally Carmen is a massive, massive Christmas fan. Who isn't they, Gemma? Um, quite a few major religions. <laughs> well, Sally Carmen loves it. <laughs> and she says, we're going to get married at Christmas, uh, Joe. Um, so I guess that Christmas 2022 it is. So um, look out for the photos well, no, there. We'll and the we were, yeah, it invites, I'm sure, just winging its way <laughs> towards it. That, that we, we just said, we've just spoken for an hour about how great Sally Carmen is. I mean, uh, if that doesn't deserve as a wedding invite, I don't yeah, know what, what do does. Yeah, what do we have to do? Basically, what do we need to do to get one of those exactly? Um, and, I mean, we, we, we've got a relationship as well, haven't we? Because she, she came on the podcast in 2019. I had a bit of a chat with her. It was great. It was for our seventh anniversary show of the podcast, Aww. which is episode 377, if you're interested in finding that out. And if you listen to this on YouTube, I'll put some kind of link up somewhere at the end of the episode. But yeah, Sally Carmen's lovely. She's a really nice lady yeah, she is. I, we've never met her in the flesh have we we've never we've, we've never bumped into her on our, on our set tour but i i hope to remedy that one day just so that i can shake her hand and say good job madam you do a very good acting thing um and 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 yeah 2019 she became a patron of the performing arts at manchester college thank you for that yes. good fact that was our list of sally carmen facts um so Gemma, would you yeah. like to please explain to our viewers listeners why do we love... I don't know. Abby so much. All the way through this, I've been like, I don't know. And um, lots of people on our Facebook page absolutely hate her. And it's quite funny because they only outed themselves quite recently. I know. Um, Just because we started. love her so much. And they're like, and they say, we, we can't say we don't like Abby because Michael Madden and Gemma general, get mad and might boot us off the group. They don't like dissenting opinions, <laughs> um, which is not true. I no, don't. no, absolutely. I... I, I I'm fascinated by people the way people can watch the same thing and get a completely different perspective and and take away something completely different to what I take away from the same watching the same thing. Mm. Um, the digital spy forums as well, which are a, a cesspit of hate a lot of the time. Not everybody there, I, I hasten to add, but you know, generally opinions there are negative. The they also absolutely hate Abby. Do that, they? Oh gosh, yeah, that skank Abby. Abby. I mean, she is a little bit of a skank, isn't she? She is. What bit, she yeah. does, but I mean, she's our skank. We love her for listening, it. Uh, reading back all this. I'm like I don't get why I like Abby, and it is very difficult to defend, um, to defend her. But then she's not the first um, character that we have taken a shine to who basically experiences just n- never-ending um, parade 
of terrible events, all seemingly of their own making. You know? Yeah, I mean, she 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 fits in, I think, to the same kind of character archetype as Becky, for example, also played by an amazing actress, Catherine Kelly, and she does bring a lot of her woes upon herself. And Gina. Yeah, yeah, Gina, that's another good one. So, you know, these are people who are kind of, not so much Becky, we never really got anything from Becky, but like, troubled by mental health issues, addiction, um, abuse in their childhoods. Uh, just like really being in a really bad, vulnerable place and not reacting in a very helpful or. Well, uh, Becky manner, went on the rampage with a sledgehammer they, that one they, time, they, didn't they she? Cannot, Which I could totally see Abby doing. Yeah, they they just don't react in um, a healthy way to their mm. to to their what's it yeah. things that are causing them grief and um, you know so much of fiction is characters kind of bravely. Uh, struggling and doing everything right and you know it's just interesting to see people make very very bad decisions mm. I think the thing with Abby and Gina and Deb uh, and Becky is that when they have their highs though they're infectiously um they're joyful they're, they're really joyful One she's thing, got this yeah. brilliant smile and when, and when she's you know yeah, when when she's on the up, she's just such a fun, fun character, isn't she? And she's the sort of person that it just attracts um, joy, really. And it, and it hasn't happened so much recently. I think they they are really, really risking yeah. uh, losing that. Yeah, yeah. But no, when 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 she's fun, she's just the sort of person that you kind of want to be around. Or I'd probably stand at the side of the room and go, "Well, oh, they look kind of fun," but I'd be a bit too nervous to go up to them. But she's just, she's just, yeah, just fun, just they happy. Just, she just wears her heart on her sleeve. Doesn't yeah, she? that's that's um, exactly right. She does. And she she can't really. She, there's no artifice really in her, and she does admit this is the thing. Like she hasn't she hasn't said it was Imran. She did lie about having an affair, but a lot, you know, when she struggles with drugs and stuff, she does admit it eventually. And that's not the case with lots of addicts, you know. Mm, mm. Um, it just It's just difficult to hate somebody that much when they already hate themselves and mm. they feel like they, they conspire. Like, there's nothing you can do to Abby that she hasn't done to herself. That's what I just think. Yeah. You know, she's 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 her own worst enemy. Mm. You, you, there's no need to there's no need to uh, pile on because she does it to herself. Yeah. And I and I think that the 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 quality of the the performance really makes it for me as well. Um, well and, so... and she she's one of these actresses, Sally Carmen, that Curry can just give anything to yeah. and she will be able to do it and, and the, the grief that she she's able to portray that so so yeah. well and like last year when she found out that Seb had died and she just like collapses on the floor wailing there's been oh. there's been many scenes where where Abby has collapsed in a in a in a <laughs> heap of, of of sobbingness and and she she just and and some characters for whatever reason I just go oh come on stop crying I'm fed a bit fed up with this but with Abby it's like oh my gosh this is tragic and and she can just draw me in with that and I don't know what it is um I when... think I think one thing that's obvious to me reading this all back is that Abby is more than the sum of her parts mm. you know how do you mean well because her story is a not very <laughs> she doesn't cover herself with glory does she no um but there's something about her that's 
makes me want her to succeed and yeah wish for the best for her even though like i said you know nobody can argue that she's blameless in all of this no um but she has never had any coping mechanisms for the adversities that she's experienced in her life she just turns to drugs Mm. and then when that's taken away from her like we saw this year she can't cope with her you know the way that she reacted about said dying and kind of um manifesting that into hatred for Corey and then Kelly just being really inappropriate and then uh, sleeping with Imran when she <laughs> gave up on stalking a teenage girl around There's Christmas. There's so much that you can hate about her, but yeah. I, she, I just really, she, I just want to root for her. And I think it's partly because I enjoy seeing her highs when they happen. Because she, she can she's, be fun and she's she, funny she, as well. She's, she's really funny. She's and got she a great sense of humour and she's just sparky and bright eyed and she's got a great smile and she, a great laugh and everything. And, and cause, because I enjoy watching like that, that, yeah, because I enjoy watching that, I'm like, no, come on, you can get out of this, Abby, and I will forgive her I don't know again and again and again. Back from this. I'm, I'm <sighs> sure there will be, though, and because uh, you, you, you can't just, and I know lots of characters have, but you can't just throw. You know, woe what? after woe at a character. She'll she'll get out of it. I just hope that this isn't you know an end for Abby, because I I do worry sometimes with with you know with all characters that I really really enjoy watching. I think oh gosh, don't leave the show, especially when when they're a quality actor and you know Sally Carmen has had many has done many acting jobs before Corey, so it's not her first, and if she wants to you know, have used Curry as a springboard now to go on and do something else. I th- she she could, I think she could stroll into any number of big dramas, couldn't she? She she could, she she is absolutely of the, the Sarah Lancashire, Saran Jones, Catherine Kelly calibre, I think. And that scares me a little bit because I don't want her to leave the programme, you know? Yeah. Do, do you think, do, do you kind of see her still in the show and... I Five years know, time. There's no point trying to guess. There's no point. There's not, but she she's one that Corey have got to got to try and keep. She she she, she really really is. I I just think oh she's brilliant. It's the the really the the main thing is if she were to go, to go, um, hoping for a very good exit storyline for her that did the character justice, um, which I hope we would get but you know if she's gonna you know say we don't know anything about what her what plans are for the character but say this was her exit storyline i'd be super disappointed because she's never been lower than she is now mm. and I she think needs to rise from she this. i don't know I, I think quite a lot of people now do not like her i don't know how they can turn that around um i mean i think i honestly wonder whether she, they wanted us like, because we thought we thought that she was pregnant on the show, mm. um, even though she told him around that she wasn't because of certain things that she did, like drinking orange juice and stuff. Now, when she gave birth, she said she didn't know that she was pregnant, and I wonder whether it was the the decision was originally that she did know she was pregnant, but then they realised how awful that it makes her look that the uh, labour was triggered by a drug binge that mm. they thought there's no redeeming her if she's been. She knowingly took drugs when she was pregnant. Um, yeah, we can't. Maybe. People, you know, public opinion is going to turn against her. 
and there's no coming back. So they're going to have to quickly retcon this to say that she did not know. Possibly. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I I would hope that by the end of 2022, she'll be in a better place because they they can't keep her this low forever. But it, but I mean, it honestly it's... depends on what happens with the baby. Yeah, it does. Which I say, I think we should speculate had, on. Yeah, that, quite a it? lot. Like breathing troubles. Yeah, jaundice. Yeah, I think I think that's to speculate on in the main yeah. podcast. But it is her future with Kevin? Do you think? Do you, I mean, do you? I never really liked them together. I, I, think... I kind of semi liked the idea, but didn't love it. And I, I I don't really feel that they are a natural fit as a couple. No. And it's been a few years now, and they have had quite a few scenes together. It just. They, they don't look right together. And and he's so grumpy and she's not. She's so vivacious. I would never say, oh yeah, Kevin, what a fun-loving guy. No, but he is Kev the Crank, isn't he? he just is a, he's just a moany, grumpy old man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't know who would be better for her, but um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be mega sad not if not Imran I wouldn't be mega sad if they did split up for good over this although I would feel a little bit sorry for Jack because he's been quite cute with his with his new mum Jack's the only one who likes her yeah now. yeah um Debbie's gonna be De- Debbie and Abby scenes are always brilliant Debbie aren't and they because Sue Devaney is another brilliant actress they the, are so good together those two yeah the venom between them yeah that, what a brilliant uh, yeah. chemistry between those two yeah she she's I, I said this on the podcast years back that abby is one of those characters that you can kind of put with any character and you think that there could be a good scene afoot here but um put, mm. put her with a a really 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 quality actor or actress like um like sue devaney and um well, magic it's happens that. it's the it's the the kind of symbiosis of the character and the actor isn't it yeah yeah um and then that is partially also to do with letting them find the actor find something in the character mm, yeah. that works with their style of um performance i guess yeah because we see how characters evolve over time and certainly that's what's what's happened with with abby oh yeah yeah she she has she's definitely had been on a journey hasn't she but, oh, um, journey, yeah. but she she's still she, she came in a skank and she's still a skank and uh Sally Carmen is she spoke to me about it when I interviewed her but she I think this is kind of something that she says quite a lot in the interviews that um she just seems to get cast as that kind of character she there, there's there's this great quote from an interview um last spring I think I can't remember where it was one of the soap magazines she says um I always go into tv interviews with my hair done my makeup done and wearing really nice clothes and they go there we go she's the prostitute or that's the woman with the drug problem oh, people love to cast me as the down and out but it doesn't bother me they're the best parts to play anyway some actors say they don't want to be pigeonholed but for me that ship has sailed <laughs> bless yeah but she, she's just so good at it though isn't she she's so good at at the kind of it's extreme just, that, grief and lows that that sort of role requires really there's definitely a a character archetype of the downtrodden but plucky kind yeah. of lower class woman who everything that can go wrong gets thrown at them yeah and, and it's a very old much used character trope isn't it and yeah. like you, like we said before Dina and Becky are both that kind of character yeah, yeah. Um, and Coronation Street that kind of character fits in really well with the stories yeah yeah definitely just before we finish because we really must finish this now because we're an hour and a half into this at this point I, I found um, 
Sally Carmen's spotlight page the other day, and I, and I thought that the uh, the listeners might be interested to hear about some of the talents that Sally Carmen has that maybe Coronation if Street will need yeah, to employ at some point. For, for somebody, you know, you might want to know. No, I, th- I just think this. If, if we want to know what the future lies ahead okay. for Abby, maybe um, is one of these things because uh, did you know that she is a highly skilled alto and ballad I don't um, know what that is. music person i don't know what that means but she's quite she's she's quite musical she's also she's skill- she's, she's highly skilled at alto and ballad but just skilled at aerobics blues flamenco irish jet dance jazz singing keyboards percussion piano recorder oh yes soprano and trumpet when do we get what? abby playing the trumpet and please she do painting Yes, she is. She's a skilled painter, narrator, and uh, this doesn't surprise me at all, improv artist as well. I, 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 I want to see this. I'm, and she can I'm the do Abby musical band. comedy and theatre. Yes, yeah. Um, role play, singing, Pilates. She's also a skilled swimmer and weight trainer. And she's got a car driving licence as well. And if you want so, to know um, what accent she can do... Oh yeah, I'd love... Yeah, go on. Well, she can do... She could be a Californian mm-hmm. or a New Yorkian. Yes. Or just a normal She American. could do loads of accents, this says. Belfast, Cockney, Cumbrian, Irish Northern, London, Northern, RP, I'd like to hear that, Scottish Standard, Welsh Southern, and Welsh Standard, but not Northern Welsh, don't <laughs> expect that. Yeah, so... Um, I like this because... Also a woman of many I know, talents. I know that when is. you are... If you're like... Even if you're doing a... What's the word? Um, background... If you're a background artist or, or anything, you, you have, like, the more you can put down on your list of, like, the things that you can do. Like, mm. even if you can ride a bicycle, apparently, put you put that in because if they, they're going to pick you, if they need somebody to ride a bike past, they're going to pick the person who's put it on their CV. Yeah. I, I, what I would like what is would you for, say, would you I, want, I want Abby's um, Irish cousin, not a cousin, twin, to twin, make an appearance on the, on the podcast. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, she can the come program. on the podcast if she likes, but people won't know who it is. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. It's me. Um, what's an Irish name? Siobhan. It's me, Siobhan. Siobhan Franklin. So it is. <laughs> can I just tell you? I'm right, not highly skilled You're not going to even put those in skilled. No. Okay? No. Because I love the fact also on CV that the lowest... Um, you can be a skilled. <laughs> yeah. You, there's no a bit skilled. There's no like proficient or like can do a no. bit. No. Anyway. So she can do tap dancing? Um, she cannot tap dance, well, according to this. Well, that's something that I, I... If I'm going to give there's her... Your, there's your job for this year. If I'm giving her a... Um, what's, it, what's it called when your manager has a meeting with you and tells you how to improve next year? Performance management. My performance management review of Sally Carmen is... Tap, learn tap dancing next. There you go, that's your next job. You can also go on this shot spotlight.com slash many numbers and see her show reel, which is quite fun. You can see her in various things. And click, there was a scene where, where she was... Uh, she was an accent. I don't think there was. I think she was kind of pretty Abby sounding throughout the whole of this. But there was a good scene where she was acting again, opposite... Um, what's her name? Pippa or someone? She plays uh, Mrs. Brittas in The Brittas Empire. Oh, yes, I she was sitting her. in a car with her oh, in one of these scenes on the show reel. So... If you like the like, sound of that, go and have a look. As a casting director, the other thing I want to know is, are these skills combinable? Can I get her to play a um, a Cockney um, Pilates instructor? Who plays the recorder yeah. and does, does a bit of musical... In my musical comedy. Yeah, probably. We'll ask Probably. We'll anyway, see. anyway. She might be busy. On I just found that kind of interesting. Uh, so it I, is I really interesting, I, I think. I, I love okay. all that kind of stuff. That is it. We are done. Abby Franklin slash Webster. That is your life. 
hour and a half of it and hopefully we'll be able to come back in another five years or say or so and say all the fun Pop stuff that abby's done since then because um i don't want her to ever leave the program please um i hope everybody enjoyed listening to that we probably didn't change anyone's minds about abby <laughs> If that's you... okay. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's fine. It, it was just a nostalgia fest, really, because all of these character profiles where we do a very race, a very quick race through everything that happened, you kind of have had to have watched it <laughs> because we don't explain anything at length. But that's basically the story of Abby so far. Long may she continue. Um, we are going to end it now because there's going to be a whole lot more Abby talk on this weekend's podcast, um, which will be um, appearing online on Saturday morning. And... Um, I can only imagine what adventures that Abby's going to be getting up to in the episodes of Cory between now and then. We'll just have to wait and see. Thank you for listening. Gemma, final words? Uh, bubbles. Bubbles from Gemma. And um, I can't think of anything either, so goodbye from me. Ta-ra. Bye. Farewell. And the music from this episode came from podcastthemes.com. And also, um, Sally Carmen's trumpet. Bye. <laughs>